Hello and welcome to the RPG Academy Presents Ghosts of Saltmarsh. I am Tom and I'm privileged to bring to you our latest offering where I will be running a thrilling ocean-themed Dungeons and Dragons campaign for my good friends Jake, Alex, and Troy. For those of you who don't know, we launched the RPG Academy Presents show on Twitch last year where we ran through Waterdeep Dragon Heist and you can catch our entire campaign now on YouTube. For our latest campaign, we wanted to offer our podcast listeners a chance to join in with us, so we've decided to bring our stream campaign to our podcast feed. With this said, each of these episodes was originally recorded as part of a live stream show on the RPG Academy's Twitch channel. There may be times where we reference the chat or make visual references, but we've attempted to minimize these as much as possible. The goal of this show is to show you, our listeners, how we decided to play through one of the official Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition modules. We try to use as many elements in the books as we can, but we also want to tell our own distinct story. For this particular story, we will be following the tale of the three estranged Morgan brothers. Gus Morgan, played by Troy, Steric Morgan, played by Alex, and finally, Morgan Morgan, played by the ever-serious Jake. These three brothers have not seen each other in 15 years and have now each received letters from an unknown sender requesting that they come back to their childhood home of Saltmarsh immediately, as their father has died. The only problem is that they've never met their father. We hope you enjoy our story as we dive headfirst into a tale of family, the high seas, and way too many nautical-themed puns. Let's set sail. Hello again. All right. Welcome to the RPG Academy Presents Ghosts of Saltmarsh. I am Tom. You can follow me at Tom on Twitter. And tonight I am joined by our regulars, the stalwart sailors that have That's decided me. to join me. Gus Morgan, Morgan Morgan, Steric Morgan, played by Troy, Jake, and Alex, respectively. Um, thank you all so much. Thank you for having respect for us. Thank you respect. for respect. Yeah. Thank you for respect. Perfect. Okay. So what we're going to do is do a, I'm going to do a quick recap. So last time, the Morgans, you had been sent by an absolute desperate Anders Solomer to invest. He's the young council member. He's new. He's come from the capital of Keolin, come to Saltmarsh to kind of bring some of the, the, the finery of the kingdom to this backwater trading town on the coast of the Azure Sea. A desperate Andrew Solomer asks you all to investigate the haunted mansion or haunted house outside of Saltmarsh to see if slavers were using it. Because Eleander Fireborn, the commander of the guard in Saltmarsh, did not believe the rumors that he thought Anders and his right-hand man were spreading basically he thought this was all just kind of a he didn't believe it it was a haunted house so you all accepted anders's proposal and you went there and there you did you found out that it was being used by slavers and it was both haunted in quotation marks by the slavers and there yeah exactly thank you troy for enunciating my quotation marks with your hands. I love these visual cues that we're giving for that our audio-only listeners will surely enjoy. Mm -hmm. And at the haunted house, you all found out that it was being used by slavers. 
and it was actually truly haunted because there you also made the friend of a skeletal alchemist. His name is Tom. It's not going to be Tom. No, it is. It is. And we're going to make fun of him all the time because he's such a nerd. Okay, people playing Dungeons and Dragons with me on the internet. <laughs> got us and there, also, guys. Yeah, I know. Let's not forget that Alex dressed up like Captain America. Okay, hey, all right. But you know what? I won't forget. Everybody loved it. <laughs> it. Ain't nobody going to forget that, Tom. Believe <laughs> no. it. Okay, so you all, um, <laughs> you met up with the Skeletal Alchemist. He tried to befriend you, but of course, he had something that you wanted. So... We chopped you his head off. And we took it from you, him. You took it from him. Mm-hmm. You did. His kappa was detated from his body. <laughs> it was. I took his bag of holding. You took his bag of holding. Did I, I ever open head. that up? Um, you did throw his body into. Yeah, we put his body in it. Did I ever uh, figure out what else he was keeping in there? Uh, you have his book. You have his book. Yep, I have his book. Yeah, boring. And you didn't really go get. We didn't get too deep into that because you're still on the trail of yeah, the slavers. Because yeah. he, so, he definitely dumped. You said he dumped everything in his lab into exactly. That bag of he, yeah, so, he took an entire table and just kind of scooped everything down into there. So obviously, all of his valuables are going to be in there. Absolutely. But we we'll look at that once we get to a safe space. Yes. Are you drinking MD, Jake? I am drinking. Invisible Medical soda. Doctor. That's what I thought. It's uh, <laughs> it's uh, we don't have a sponsor, so I have to drink the endless void. Endless <laughs> void. Mm, um, I would drink that. Pretty void. <laughs> void juice. It's like something from Futurama. Yes. Anyway, where where was I? Because before I got distracted, we recapped. You, we were recapping. Mm-hmm. You all. His found body's the in a bag. We have his head. Have we his found head. the slavers. Does that make found... the bag of holding a body bag? Found... <laughs> Bad jokes. I'm dying. Because <laughs> that joke killed me. <laughs> my, gut, my guts, they, they busted open. Okay. You followed him. Followed um, this, Your skeletal alchemist friend led you down into the caverns. Tom is a nerd. Thank you. <laughs> Gosh, that's the kind of comedic, you know, lifting of my spirits that I need when I start running into technical difficulties. All right. I'm here so, for you. Appreciate that. So you you follow the skeletal alchemist down into these caverns where Morgan Morgan, you showed up. What happened there? Fill us in. Well, Morgan Morgan, he's been dealing with some problems. He didn't get any magical powers from his uh Family, like his brothers, turning purple and throwing lightning and such. But down in those caverns, he fired an arrow and it did the magical shiny bits. I mean, more than that. I mean, shiny bits, loud bits. Very Totally you know, killed like three ex- people in one hit. Yeah. So Morgan Morgan showed up with this mystical quiver that you somehow got at a most convenient time and you also your final interrogation of the slavers down there they told you galen prime water galen prime water doing the slaving 
Yeah. So the the one the the wizard the wizard who was down there with you all, his name was Sanbalet. Sanbalet had basically was leading the smuggler and slaving crew and told you that he was actually working for Galen Primewater. Dun dun dun. So, yeah, lots of high drama right there. Galen, if you all remember, is the one of the council members. And we did that job for him, right? And he, You did the job for and Oh, yeah, you did. And it was the Black Pearls that we... They're illegal? Yes. You basically... You helped him smuggle in some Black Pearls. We owe him a favor. You don't owe him a favor. Oh, we're... He's basically... Galen, your relationship with Galen is that you've done some work for him. He's going to give you a spot in the docks right. for your boat. Right, for free. For free. He, but you all have, have to, to fix it he, up and everything. Yeah, and if he needs you to contract for him, he wants you all to be available. Yeah, gotcha. so we basically we can we can do whatever we want, uh, you know, on our own, but if he has something where when he says to jump, we jump, basically. Exactly. When he says so, jump, I say how high. <laughs> okay. So we're gonna pick things up with you all have a new friend with the skeletal al- alchemist. And we're going to pick things back up in Saltmarsh. In the, this is a suggestion from Troy that you all start back up in the Housemark Joy, the Morgan Homestead. Um, and that's what we're going to do. So it only takes you a few hours to get back to Saltmarsh. It doesn't take too long. Because we ride in, we get, we hitch a ride in the Batmobile. Yeah, of course. Obviously. No. Okay. You all came back into Saltmarsh. Does anyone see, remember, you were working for Anders. Everybody knows that you went to go investigate this haunted house. Do you think people see you come into town? I mean, I guess the question is, are we worried about it? If they see us or not. I ain't scared. Right. I mean, I was... I don't know that anyone will want to like mess with us anyway because we're carrying a decapitated skull. Well, the skull. carrying the decapitated skull. BT I've does. got it. I've got it. Do you have it like on your belt, like I imagined, or you just got it in your bag or in a little uh, bird cage? Uh, in the little bird cage, which is tied to my side. Nice, very cool, sick. Ooh, he's a skull. You can find some kind back. of shaman that can shrink the head, so uh. that it can be like just like hanging like a keychain off of your sword or something. There you go. If the I entire use swords, time, that'd be great. Steric, the entire way down from the 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 haunted house. So you you yourself you look to be uh, the most upstanding of the Morgan brothers. I'd say that's probably true. Yeah. I would say we, that. Hey, but you know it's true, Morgan. Yeah, it's hey, true, but I still resent it. I'm talking to you. I wasn't talking to you all. I was talking to your dear brother, Steric. Now, what do you say? You just just let me out of this cage. Why do you have to put me in a cage? I'm, I'm here to stay with you all. Uh, yes, you, it, you're, you're doing just fine staying with us right here in that cage, and we appreciate your cooperation. <laughs> well, I'll continue to cooperate, but I see we're... We're approaching Salt Marsh now. Yeah, you know, even even if we didn't uh, want to have you in the cage right now, 
it, it probably wouldn't be a good idea to have a skeleton walking inside a, a city, you know, of living people. I'm just, just to be fair. One of you all, do you all, I'm envisioning almost like as you're starting to approach Saltmarsh, you put almost like a sheet over the, over yeah. the. No, I dare like, somebody to ask us about it. Okay. All right. No, that's cool. All we right. at least blindfold him though so he doesn't know his location. Are we, are we worried about it though? I mean, like he can't do anything. <laughs> he's, he's ahead. Yeah. But real quick, so he's do you run his I, mouth? I, in which case, we'll shut his mouth. <laughs> so I, I can't remember what if you all said. Do you all want how people would know that, like, if they saw you coming into Salt Marsh, like they would know that you're returning from your mission. Mm-hmm. All right. Do you all want to try to? Are you going to just walk through the gates of Salt Marsh? Are you going to try to get to House Mark Joy without anybody seeing you? I mean, we need to go back and get our reward, right, from Anders? Well, so I was thinking about that. Maybe we need to, maybe on the way back, even we were discussing that, kind of our plan for what we are going to do. <laughs> so Anders is one thing, but if uh, Prime Water is the one who's been, uh, you know, selling people into slavery, do we even... W- want to get our hands involved in that like are you asking us if we want to be slavers oh uh if you answered yes to that we would have a serious problem gus (laughs) (laughs) just just letting you know i mean um no i i mean more like more along the lines of do we kind of play the well you know it's like we stopped what was going on there but as far as who was doing it well we don't know it's none of our business because he is doing stuff for us, and I mean, except for the fact that we have this giant head with us. Ah, oh, well, you know, as long as our little little buddy Tom here doesn't say anything, we'll be okay, right? Hey, you don't need to worry about old skeleton Tom. He he won't he'll keep he keep a secret. All right, especially for you, Morgan brothers. That's exactly what a lying skeleton would say. Oh, that's true. Uh, They've, they've got a good point. You all are so intelligent. Thank you. That's and I never name. lie. So do you all go to the... Are you guys going to your house, or are you going to go talk to Anders? I mean, I figure we'll talk to Anders just to let him know that it's taken care of, right? Okay. You can actually go to... Anders has an... He has an estate. Yeah, we'll go to the Anders estate. I like how you said that, Tom. It's like you're from Pittsburgh. We're going to go to Anders house. <laughs> okay right up here if you all look at the map oh wow it's a it's a fairly large home it's one of the biggest in salt marsh if you look at the map Whoa. and he actually this is actually the solomer this is their farm too hmm. they own all this property it's not currently being used because this mansion has been in salt marsh for a long time and when andrews moved here his family's, basically his family's estate purchased it for him. Guys, you know what this means. We have a... It's free real estate. What was that? (laughs) Say that again so that we can understand you. It's free real estate. For those, Tom's going to translate that. He said, it's free real estate. I mean, I spoke pretty clearly. Is that what he said? It came, it came so. through no, kind of poppy in the mic. It came off really muffled. Like oh, you I was were popping, being smothered. popping the mic. 
Sorry. Yeah. Remember what I was telling you earlier, Jake. Well, I whispered. I thought it wouldn't pop if I whispered. <laughs> All right. It's okay, Tom. I'll just be quiet. This is great audio for our podcast <laughs> listeners. So you all, yeah, so Morgan, it's definitely, it is a, that is a, you see that it's unoccupied land right there, but this home, the entrance is absolutely grand. There's marble columns. It's completely out of place with all the other kind of wooden shingled and stone homes inside Saltmarsh. It's, it's. Absolutely, there's like some, the house definitely looks like it's in some slight disrepair. There's some scaffolding built up around the house as there's definitely people who are doing renovations to the home to make it up to the standards of, of Anders. But it's definitely, it's going to need some more work. And the door is actually open as some workmen are moving in and out of the home as you all start to approach. But one of the, so you, I mean, you all could just walk in. I'm cool. just going to walk in. I don't care. Let's do it. Swing yeah. the door wide open. There's you, you hear the sound of hammers going, um, and there's a one person that you have rec- you recognize who was with um, Anders when he originally gave you this job. It was his kind of his right hand man. You don't know, you don't know his name, but he he approaches you. He's wearing a it's almost like an all all black suit. Black tie, black shirt, and a black tricorn hat. And he has a almost like a he almost has like a dueling cane on him. Just kind of you hear the clicking of the cane on this this stone floor. Excuse me. Are you here to see Master Solomon? I don't uh, believe that's any of your business. Yes, yes, we are. Do you get hot like in the summertime wearing all that black? Looks like it would just be really like sweltering. I know I would sweat just right through it. So you are here to see Mr. Solomon. What's it to you? Well, I am the caretaker of this home and the mentor to Anders. So his business is my business. Hold on. Are you, you're the three that he sent yes, to, go to go do his. Yeah, to go do a job, yeah. That's You're right. back quite quickly. Oh well, you know it's not wasn't hardly a challenge for the Morgans. Is there like venting or something on your suit that would like help the air circulation or anything? He he just looks at you with this very tight lips. I think that Gus. I think it's that the pants just breathe really easy. <laughs> is that what it is? Yeah. It's a breathable fabric. I'm telling you, it's quite an aesthetic. Just the black on black. I love that you're just like, he's not saying anything. You are just kind of like, I'm almost like envisioning you like <laughs> moving up your hand up and down. Could like, you just I turn, mean, turn for a second? I mean, clearly, as you can see right here. Like, I mean, it's well from, pleated. From underneath the, the in the cage, you hear, I have to agree. Do you see the stitching on that coat? <laughs> <laughs> that oh, no, is I, some. I, I hadn't noticed that. It's mighty fine. Um, Eddie, he, he finally says, allow me to take you to the drawing room. Uh, we're not here to draw. We're here to speak. So take us to the speaking room, please. <laughs> the ske- Tom the skeleton. Is, 
you uncivilized curd. He's <laughs> the civ- <laughs> the drawing room is where Anders will probably meet you. It's where they they do they talk they drink. I don't know. And why is it called a drawing room? Now don't ask me. You call Quiet me uncivilized. Tom. You don't even know why, Tom. Well, at least I know what they do in it. Well, guess what? We're gonna go to the living room and leave you out of it. Because <laughs> you're not living. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was pretty good. Thanks. It's, you hear just like it's a clackety 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 as he kind of fake laughs. laughs. So where's Anders at? I am. I'm right here. Yes, he kind of he kind of walks down the hall. Yeah. Scarin, there is no need to hassle our guests any further. His name is Scarin. <laughs> Scurin. 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 Okay. S- I'm gonna call you Scarin though, because you're scaring me <laughs> with all your black. He's, pre- <laughs> he's pretty scary. He's got very he's a very thin, kind of gangly man, very pale white skin. Mm-hmm. Um Like the man from Home Alone? Oh yes. <laughs> That feeds the birds. Yes, but you, you know what? That's actually. What's that? No, you're thinking of Mary Poppins. I thought it was a. <laughs> oh, I'm thinking of Home Alone 2, Lost in New yeah, York. You're, <laughs> you're, you're lady. That's a whole other movie. You're thinking of the old guy with the, the trash can full of salt. That's Who right. Who shovels the sidewalk. He's, you are yeah, he Detroit. The he's, real, he's real scary in the beginning, but he turns out. You to just be made a Home Alone amalgamation. Hey, listen, I've been hit with so many paint cans. In the head that my brain's all mushy and gets them all scrambled together. Can't help it. Makes total so, sense. CTE. So it's a real killer. Anders, Anders leads you to the, the drawing room. Skurin is behind you. And he actually now has a, a small platter of of drinks as he hands one to each of you. Well, is kind of Are they in glasses on a platter? Or is it's the, on are the beverages glasses. just it's, on it? As Scarin is about to speak and Anders approaches you, it is the finest cold herbal tea that this town has to offer. I absolutely find it absolutely refreshing. Definitely take a sip. Cold brew. So good. So good. Uh, Dizzy Tang. I don't think I want any. Uh, Well, that's fine. You don't. Okay. I, I, I apologize. Don't. I'm just trying to be hospitable. It's. Do you say this tea is spitable? Uh, no. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, I reckon it is spitable. Listen, this is not a criticism. This is meant to be an encouragement. Okay. Um. Anyway, that's fine. Drink the tea if you want. <laughs> don't if you don't. Okay. You will not offend me. Spit it if you, you spit it. I take a sip. How is the tea? It's, it's actually spittable. pretty good. It's, it's actually ref- pretty good? It's really good, actually. Some very good herbal tea. It's refreshing. The citrusy notes to it. Slightly minty. It's very good. Hmm. And steric, because you're the only one who drinks it. Hey, I drunk right? some. But you spit it out. And you didn't appreciate this, this world building that I created for you. Yeah, if there's one thing I love in RPGs, it's tea drinking ceremonies. <laughs> hey, just because you don't want to play Legends of Five Rings with me, that's not my fault. For the next, I'm trying to think of a good like blessing to give you, Steric. You're inspired by 
the ghost of Flavortown. The Fietti Stone. Oh, we'll get to we'll, 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 let me figure something out for you, and then this this tea is going to allow you to feel very well over the course of the day. The okay, Scarin puts it down and just kind of stands next to Anders, kind of with the, his cane on the floor, leaning up against it. From what you can gather, Scarin he has served you, but he is no simple servant here. He's definitely more of a consultant to the. To Anders, he's much older. Scarin, actually. So, what did you find at the house? We found. They found me. Shut up. Be quiet, Tom. This is not not, not time to talk right now. That's gonna really confuse listeners. As, uh, as <laughs> Alex, like, yeah, be quiet, Tom. This is not time to talk. This is our time as players to talk. Okay. <laughs> okay. Now, continue. What would you find? Other than the skeletal head. Yeah, other than than this guy. Uh, so, it turns out um, the house was being used to traffic slaves. Or possibly still is. But Edder slams his fist on this table next to him. I knew it! I told Eliander and he did not believe me. Well, you were right. Much to my dismay. Uh, not you being right, but uh, what you were right about. He kind of he kind of claps his hand on the back of Scarin. He's like, once again, my dear fellow, your information has proved correct. We need to do something about this immediately. What wait, can we did you... do? Wait, wait, wait. We did something in there, didn't we? I mean, we... How did how did we you get what information did you have about this? How did you get information about there being and why didn't you tell us about that before we went in there? Well, it is not our dear master Solomon who has time to kind of manage his estates. It is my responsibility to make sure that the goings and comings of the people within Saltmarsh are not going to negatively impact the Solomon Estate, or the Crown of Keoland. So, I have my ears in many... all the slaves that went through the slave trade? How long did you know? How did I know? I have my ears are in many places. How long did you know? Silver coin can loosen even the tightest tongue. You're You're not hearing me. How long did you know? Just the other day, I found out, and I told Anders immediately. Oh, okay. As I found it very upsetting. Yes. I would agree. Yeah, think this how town, the slaves felt. I know, but we have to do something. As Anders, yes, as as I have suggested, we need to take care of these slavers that are there. We did that. I'm sure you all needed a strong fighting force to take care of them. Yes, we did. Sadly, <laughs> they all died except for us three. Then we will say a prayer for them. Yes, yes. He says that many brave souls have been lost in order to save those more. Many boffins died to get us this information. It is true. They did. Those dear boffins. There are no more now within it's the true. world of Saltmarsh. It's true. They're all gone. Extinct. But, so you're telling me that the slaver situation is taken care of. Yes, precisely. Oh. At least in that building. 
Yeah. I mean, as far as we know, um, we eliminated the problem that was currently there. Um, but I don't think that's going to stop it from happening. So this brings up a good point. Not only the Galen Prime Order situation that you all heard from Sanpalet, but also Sanpalet did state that in several days there would be another shipment of slaves and smuggled goods that would be coming to that location. That's right. So do you give that information to Anders? Yes. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. So you're telling me that there's going to be more people this is a showing up there. We can actually, you're t we can take their ship. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Hypothetically, yeah. ship. We must go to with this proof. Eliander will be able to back us. We'll have the full support of the Salt Marsh Garrison. Well, there is a slight the problem. I don't understand what pro sort of problem there is. You all have taken care of. You all will be heroes. The Morgan name. I don't know why everybody in this town talks so poorly about you. You have been nothing but upstanding citizens since I have met you. Oh, You've well, yes. Thank you. Yes. You you defended the town and you fought against Galen's his his insidious contracts and you have now freed slaves and have brought back this information. Uh, the whole council will now be with you. Not the whole council. Yeah. Most of them probably, but it's a good chance. one in particular probably not. Yeah, they're, he's, they're really not going to like us. I, I've talked to Ida already. She is coming around to you. Mm, not Ida. Not the problem there. Yeah. Pretty sure, given enough of opportunity, we could smooth, you know, sweet talk Ida uh, if she'd give us a chance. But, uh... No, there's there's someone else that's probably going to be a bigger problem. Now, now, hypothetically, if you were to guess that, you know, one of the people on the council may be running the slave trade, who would you think that it might be? He's, <laughs> Andrews is looking very, he's thinking really hard. This is, every one of them has been so nice to me. <laughs> It's scaring is just kind of, he puts his hand on his head, and he just looks, Anders, they're speaking of Galen. No, not old Prime Water. He's, yeah, he can be a selfish, mean man, but uh, no, of course not. He's a businessman. Oh, he's, yeah, well, he's, he's definitely a businessman. of sorts, that's for sure. You might say he, he specializes in all sorts of trade. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, you that know. would be terrible. It's it would be terrible, wouldn't it? But scare. if you were to find out that he was a slave trader, what would you say you would do? Oh, I would... We would need to hang him immediately. And he would be ousted from the council. He would be impeached, of course. I don't know that that would be such an issue if he was hanged. Well, I don't think you'd have to worry we about have the a rest process. Of it. Would you start with the hanging or <laughs> impeachment first? You maybe? would definitely start with impeachment first and then hanging. Um, Tom, Tom, how would you recommend punishing someone that um, was that accused of what was accused of uh, being a slaver in a place where it's definitely illegal? 
Okay, this is Skeleton Tom talking. Correct. Okay. <laughs> Must clarify this before I, <laughs> another Tom starts talking about slavery or anything. Okay. Skeleton Tom. Oh, of course. Oh, we Slavers, it's... I mean, I did fight against the Sea Princes back in the day at the Battle of Westport. So, I mean, they're not great, but... Uh, you know, just trying to make a living. Okay, but in in a place where it's illegal, of course not. To be we have to abide by the laws of the land. So, so how would you, if it was you in charge the, of making the decision here, what would your call be? I mean, it's well, not your call, but if it was your call, yeah. What does the local law say? This is me asking Tom the DM. Not the Tom, local. The oh, this would be a. Man. This would definitely be punishment by. It all depends. Something like this would, if somebody was caught doing it, they would probably be executed. But somebody who is like leading the operation, they actually may be led to Keoland to face trial. Hmm. Okay, um, but sc- Scarin kind of steps up and leans even further onto his cane towards you all. If what you say is true, how do we even prove it? I assume that you still have the your your witnesses who told you this. Oh, this guy right here. Yeah, we brought one. Who? I, I jingled a cage that has Skeleton Tom's head in it. Yes, I'm... Wait, what do you mean? I knew there were slavers. I didn't know this anything about this Galen Prime water. Well, we... Might have killed everybody that could have cooperated the story. But we we are lead witnesses now. Why the are they going... three of us discussed you... this with the, the slavers. Now, one approach we could take... Is we don't take this to the council. We don't let anyone else in the city know that we know this. And we keep an eye out on the house and wait in the house and for this next shipment in the next couple days. uh, And see if we can't catch Galen in the act. Yes, Gus. So remember when we were in the house and we picked up that stone that can record voices. What oh. we can do is we can talk to him and get him to admit that he was a slaver using the stone. Oh, that's good. Morgan, what are you th- what are you doing at this time? What are you thinking? I mean, I was thinking we could not tell anybody, wait for that ship to come in with all of the, uh, you know, new slaves. And then we got a whole boatload of proof. But we also have a boatload of slaves. That we can free. Yeah, but it, what happens if we miss the boat? Uh, if we miss the boat, then it is kind of off or not on that sense. You all actually, the, that you all got a sheet that had the the lantern symbols on it and it also had the on the other side it had ship it has a shipping schedule so you would know when the next boat is coming okay, to town. Cool. That's a, assuming it's not in some kind of code and you know going to actually show up on that time 
no, no, these people are dumb enough to write it all in just common. All right. Perfect. Um, well, Scarin continues, if you don't tell anybody, then you play it safe, and Galen doesn't catch wind that you know, but you also won't have the support of Eliant or Fireborn and his garrison. It will rely on you all to take the ship. Well, let me talk with Eliander. I think maybe if we have a conversation with him, maybe we could work something out. Do you think, so, given your knowledge, do you think you would be agreeable to us talking about that? Or would we be better off to just go for the ship? Because I know a pretty good captain. Happens to be my brother. Morgan Morgan. That's right. I'm a captain and all that jazz. <laughs> I'm just envisioning Morgan like looking at this bookshelf of like like there are like trinkets <laughs> that Anders has set up as you turn and say that. Yep. The well, that would be most beneficial. Anders is also over there looking at the same trinkets <laughs> as you all are having this conversation. Um you're just looking at the same trinkets, admiring them together? I do agree with Steric, though, that I would suggest that maybe keep this on the down low until you're able to gather more information, but I would definitely set up a meeting to meet with Eliander in private, because if I know him well enough, he holds no love for Galen Primewater. Hmm. Who does? Eliander. Eliander. He is not a friend. I, I know. I, I meant nobody has a love for Galen Primewater. Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh. Oh, of course. Yes, you were asking me a question. You were stating yes, a fact. Was. It was like a hypothetical or rhetorical question. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway. We're on our A game tonight, boys. Yeah. Feeling this. You all have done good work. How much gold did Anders promise you? Six thousand um, gold pieces a piece. Hmm. I would. I want to say that there's no way that anyone would charge would say they would pay anybody six thousand gold pieces. But honestly, I wouldn't put it past Anders. But there's no way he promised you six thousand gold pieces. I will offer you the standard rate of fifteen gold pieces each. Or roughly 24 hours worth of services that is more than adequate for mercenaries such as yourself. Not so sure about that. We almost died. Well, there are definitely bounty hunting is a dangerous profession. It's true. (laughs) Yes. um, That is true. You accept the best scar instead. Troy's just like, yeah, Tom, look at that funny, you know, joke that you did, and I'm going to take it and <laughs> crash it into the ground. That's right. <laughs> so Eat it. What, fine. If what do you all say is a fair price, then? A hundred. Yeah. Not each. It's more did than I say each. It's more than double. But if it gets you all out of the master's home, then sure. He's going to 
open up a little cabinet and the this basically in this little desk I pull out a little gold bag for you and toss it your way thank you now before i leave could i just get like the name of your tailor to get some of those breezy uh suits all of my clothes were brought down from keoland shoot that's a long way it uh, is never mind actually uh if we could talk about one other thing real quick it's related to our our current conversation here but um if we were to set up a meeting or be able to get a sit- meeting set up with Eliander um what are thoughts on doing it here under the guise of he's meeting with you I don't know he might be a little more apt to come if it's not thought of as being with us initially Anders what do you think oh scared whatever you say whatever you say yeah I mean if Anders if you're not comfortable with it you know we totally respect that you know you've you've we, we've had a, a good rapport since the council meeting initially of course no know? no no so we you know the, you know we'll, we can figure something else out but you know I have a perfect idea. I'll tell you what. What I'll do is you all are invited to dinner tonight. Oh, how Eliander's nice. Eliander's a friend of yours, so it would just make sense that he would potentially come with you. Well, doesn't this just work makes out sense. perfectly? And we will feed two birds with one scone as we have dinner and then also have a conversation about our next steps. So... Ooh, sounds now, great to me. Now, of course, um, we don't come out and straight out tell Eliander about this, right, Anders? Of course not. I will follow your lead. Okay. I'm all into this yeah. subterfuge, and we'll we'll kind of ease it, in, ease him into it. And if he's doesn't doesn't seem like it would be a good idea to bring him in on it, then we won't. Tonight, then, we will meet under the guise of a dinner party. Tonight at 8? 8 p.m. That sounds perfect. What do you all eat? Do you have any dietary restrictions or anything that I should be aware of? Yes, I don't like anything green. Um. Okay. Like vegetables. I don't eat them. Do you have any kind of... Do you have any skin issues or anything? That's personal. give you... Never mind. Uh, We will just have... You just want meat? Yep, just meat. Bread? Do you eat bread? As in ale, yes. Okay, we'll have... I'm sure that does wonders for your digestive system. It does. It just slides out of me like brine water. (laughs) Oh my. All right. We will have the best meat and ale. Delicious. I can't wait. And now can I can I lead you to the door? Yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> straight as long as it leads straight to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> Follow me. 
<laughs> Skurin leads you outside. We will see you again at 8 p.m. I will send a message to Eliander telling him that we are going to be having dinner. Perfect. Save us the hassle. Or the awkwardness. Okay. So what do you all do now? I think we should go prepare ourselves at the house. Agreed. So we have a little as you're kind of walking through town. Mm-hmm. A little montage. A little montage. Yeah. Ooh. We're waving at the at the children and the old grandmas who are looking outside their windows at us walking down the street. Really? And yep. And there's a, a musical accompaniment as well of trumpets and um, upright basses. Yeah, okay, nice. cool. Let's All about it. awesome. Somebody going to roll a d20 for me. We're going to figure out what the town's mood is right now. Towards us or just in general? Just in general, the mood of the town. Four. A four. Ooh. Ooh. Doesn't sound pleasant. A four means that the town had a poor catch of fish and the townsfolk are frustrated and prone to bickering. And everyone is in a bad mood, so you all better be watching where you step. Even after our gift of song and musical accompaniment? It does nothing to cheer them up. That's how poor the catch was. Man. There will be many people who will be going hungry tonight, as rumors start to spread throughout town of a grand feast at the at the Solomer estate, where only the Morgans were invited. Mm. It's <laughs> just hors d'oeuvres, Mor- everyone. <laughs> The Morgans once again coming in and taking advantage of our town. Hey, we're trying to save everyone from slavery, town, okay? Trying Chill. to save everyone from slavery town. Yeah, <laughs> slavery town. That is the worst town in all of is the worst town in all of Greyhawk. <laughs> it's actually slavery. It's just a full bunch of slavs. Slaver town. <laughs> They've got, like, a drawl. <laughs> okay. You head back to your your place, your your home. Lots of angry, frustrated people. Mm-hmm. But we had a hard enough day, so, you know. Oh, we didn't catch a lot of fish today. You'll be fine. I didn't catch any fish today. Exactly. How do you think I I didn't know we were supposed to be catching fish. Well, this is why there was a terrible... This is why there was a terrible... Yeah, um, Morgan, what you're going to come to remember about this town is if we don't catch fish for them, nobody catches fish for them. Uh, so when yeah. we were out of town all that time, did they just, like, not have fish? Well, I'm sure they got, like, you know, we'll just say ten fish, but there's a hundred people. You know, that kind of thing. Like, they're just uh, not very good. Like not very good us. How's that our responsibility? Uh, well, it's not. But you know that's that's the world we live in. We gotta take care of the snowflakes. <laughs> the you all get to your house. The reason that oh, that was, was an expression on the merchant ship I was on. So you know that's of course, of course, take care of them. The but the he reason... was on the USS OK Boomer. 
<laughs> yes. Topical. All right. So, you smell fish coming from your home, though. Perfect. You do. Where's can we sense from whence it came? It's coming out of the chimney stack. I would like to go towards the chimney stack. It's is warm there... to touch. Oh, as if a, a fire is inside. Somebody's Wait, been uh... in my bed. <laughs> Wait, our house is warm. The, yeah, the chimney stack is warm, and you can smell fish. And you see smoke coming out of the chimney. But they didn't leave any fish for us? You haven't gone in yet, have you? Have you gone in? Um, I'd like to I'm go gonna, in. Yeah, I'd like to pull out uh, my dagger. I kick down the door. <laughs> it's like the, the second door you've broken on this home. That's right. <laughs> Fix it again. There's Salty Jim is above a pot, just stirring <laughs> up some fish stew. Oh! Morgans, you're here. Of course we're here. This is where we live. Why are you here? Because I'm part of the crew. Part of the ship, part of the crew. Part of the ship, part of the crew. I live here now with you. Thank you for joining us for the RPG Academy Presents Ghost of Saltmarsh. If you'd like to join us for our live-streamed episodes, make sure to follow and subscribe to our Twitch channel at the RPG Academy. You can follow me at BezkarTom on Twitter. Please feel free to join our community by following the links in the show notes to our Discord. As always, we appreciate your support. And if you're able to and wish to support the show in any way, head on over to our Patreon. The music that you're hearing right now was composed by Kevin McLeod and is used under Creative Commons Attribution 4.0 International License. And finally, don't forget, if you're having fun, you're doing it right.